Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jeff. Hey, buddy. Welcome to uh, Rough Cuts by the Smattering, everybody. Uh, Jason Hall, Jeff Santoro here with me. Jeff, um, have you ever had a, a stock or a group of stocks in your portfolio, or like all your stocks in your portfolio, because your stock portfolio is so tiny, and you're like, what if I'm just completely wrong? Yeah, no, I think about that just about every day. So I'm starting to... Th- Think that about the Brookfield companies. This is funny to me because the the most cliche joke thing about you is how much you love Brookfield. So I I, yeah. I need to hear what has happened. Yeah. So I'm not really thinking this, but I'm sort of, I'm definitely, there's like a lot of self-doubt creeping in. So the Brookfield group of companies, you've got Brookfield Corporation, which is this parent company that is a majority owner or almost a majority owner in a bunch of other publicly traded companies. You have Brookfield Asset Management, which is an alternative asset management company. They have all these funds and they take investor money. It's like big high net wealth investors, pension funds, sovereign wealth funds, uh, very, very wealthy people's money. And then they invest it in alternative assets. So what are alternative assets? It's, it's everything that's not stocks and not bonds, right? So real estate, uh, infrastructure assets, energy, debt, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then you have Brookfield Infrastructure, which is a publicly traded company that owns infrastructure assets, um, like toll roads and power transmission and data centers and all that kind of stuff. And then you have Brookfield Renewable, which is hydroelectric dams and wind farms and solar farms. And they have an industrials business and reinsurance business and all these things, right? So the... Th- Here's where I'm, here's what I've been thinking. So there's a recent short report came out about Brookfield infrastructure. And, you know, I, I do a, a lot of videos over on the, our YouTube channel with Tyler Crow. And one of the things that he's called out about Brookfield in the past is the complexity, right? And the slightly um, opaque aspect of that complexity too, because They'll buy an asset and Brookfield Asset Management will own some of it in funds. And then Brookfield Renewable will own part of it or Brookfield Business Partners and Brookfield Corporation 
will buy something and then they'll spin it off and sell part of it to a third party and sell part of it to, to Brookfield infrastructure. And, and it's the kind of thing where what I've been wondering, like in this worst case scenario is it's exactly the kind of business that in a falling interest rate environment that we've had for basically 40 years now, really, you go back to the eighties, late eighties through, um, 2021, we were generally a falling interest rate environment for most of that. There were little periods where interest rates went up, but then came back down. It's like an excellent time to be in that sort of business where you're using debt to buy stuff and interest is cheap. Money's always cheap and you're able to float it and flip it and, and roll the money and wash and rinse and repeat. And what if Jeff, here's the big fear. What if it's like the longest shell game in the world and then it falls the f apart. Oh, hey, everybody. Um, I say f on the rough cut, so you should probably shouldn't let your kids listen to them. Um, when interest rates go up, what if it's all just going to fall apart? I owned Brookfield Infra Infrastructure Partners for a brief moment in time, and I ended up selling it because... Every time I tried to read a press release, not a press release, but a um, earnings transcript or the 10K or the 10Q, I you ever read something that's like super complicated and it makes you feel stupid? That's how I felt every single time I read. Yeah, you're shaking your head now. I, I don't. I don't it, have that problem, Jeff. It just I'm made me feel dumb because it's so complicated. It's not. Yeah. It's not like you said. It's not. It's not transparent. It's hard to know exactly what who owns what and what. So I just was like, this is not worth my mental energy. And it was, you know, I only owned a little tiny bit of it. And it was only for a short amount of time and I moved on. But I, so I completely get where you could have some anxiety over that. And that, that was even, I wasn't even considering the fact that it could be a shell game or, or that it was all a product of low interest rates. And maybe now that's coming to an end and we're all going to find out the emperor has no clothes. For me, it was just with thousands of companies to choose from, I don't have to choose one that I don't fully understand. And there's still things I own that I don't fully understand. Like I'm not a cybersecurity expert, but I still own CrowdStrike. <laughs> but there was just so many layers to Brookfield that it just felt... The other thing I think too, and I, don't, I don't know how you feel about this, like shell game or whatever, but any anything that's super complicated like that says to me, it's so easy to hide fraud fraud like things because there's just so many layers to it so i i don't know if like you haven't used the word fraud in what you've mm -hmm. said but it felt like to me that could be a place where that could happen because it's just hard to hard to see how the business really operates yeah i don't think and i want to be clear here too because i'm not like i'm not making accusations here um i have substantial financial exposure to to this group of, of businesses um but I think it's like a perfect place for sure. You could say it's a perfect place for fraud, but I think there's fraud, which is financial engineering that is illegal. And then there's financial engineering, which is creative, not quite fraud. Right. Um, and I mean, financial engineering can be useful, right? It can be a useful tool for, 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 for growing a business. Um, as long as there's actual real cash flows at some point that, that support it and create, create value. So, so what are you going to do? 
Um, keep learning. And I'm going to suggest we, we do an episode called How Much Do You Really Need to Know? I like that. Yeah, it's it's very much this whole conversation feels related to the the, the episode we did, I don't know, several months ago that I, my, my financial therapy episode, the I don't I don't know how to invest anymore. Invest anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the, the last thing I'm thinking here is I wonder if we're going to have a lot more of these kinds of conversations over the next couple of years, if interest rates stay either where they are or elevated, because I think, you know, we've talked previously about how we might just be at the very beginning couple quarters of seeing the impact of high, higher interest rates on some companies. We've talked about how when, when debt comes due and companies need to roll over debt and now interest rates are higher you know, the Apples and the Microsofts are going to be fine, but how do some of the more marginal businesses handle that? And so I wonder, like, are we going to have more conversations where we question companies that a year ago we thought were rock solid, high conviction staples in our portfolios? Yeah, I've, I've done a lot of videos talking about exactly that. And we've done a couple shows here talking about cost of capital and how much I think investors are underestimating how much it's going to change and how much it's going to affect businesses and the market both, right? For multiple reasons. And honestly, Jeff, kind of here's where I come down with the Brookfield group of entities. Um, so, and to put a number on it, it's, this is, it's 6% of my equity portfolio, 6%. Now that doesn't include cash. So you include cash, it's smaller, smaller portion. Um, but that's pretty substantial, but, I trust Bruce Flat. Bruce Flat's been at Brookfield since 1990. He's been the CEO of Brookfield Asset Management and Brookfield Corporation for 21 years. Um, that's a hell of a long time to be running a business entirely on financial engineering and potential fraud. I, again, I don't think there's any. I don't. Yeah. If I did, I wouldn't own any. Um, so you have to. Some. Yeah. You have to get to the point. Where you just have to trust somebody, right? Well, I mean, if I were in your position, that is something that would make me feel a lot better, that that there is someone who's been there for a really long time, has a track record, and that's a really long time. That's not like five years. Mm -hmm. That's not like seven yep. years. Yep. So, yeah. And I trust I'm, Howard I, Marks too. Howard Marks sold his, um, his alternative asset management business to him that deals with distressed debt. <laughs> kind of trust Howard Marks too. So, okay, Jeff, this was fun. Spur of the moment. This might be our most spur of the moment rough cut so far. You literally clicked the record button and I had no idea what you were going to say, which is my favorite kind of rough cut. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay, pal. This was fun. All right. Just a reminder. Um, we can have our complaints, fears, and worries. You can borrow them, but you also need to make them your own. You can do it. See you next time, Jeff. See you next time.